For the first time, the countries in the PESA Plus Free Trade Agreement are meeting face-to-face this week on New Year. Eight Pacific nations have ratified the deal and another six nations are parties to it. The regional governance meeting is being held on the island, the first chance for such a face-to-face because of the COVID-19 lockdowns. PESA Plus officials have also been undertaking an exercise in how to ensure countries like Niue can get the most benefit from the agreement. Don Wiseman spoke with two of the advisors from the implementation unit, Dr. Alisi Holani and Roy Langolango, about labor mobility and support for the private sector. He began by asking Mr. Langolango how it would help a small country like Niue with a tiny private sector. I think for Niue, it's um, through PESA Plus, it's support for the, the private sector. Um, and the other side of that is creating the enabling environment for the public sector, you know, around legislative changes or amendments, policy, those sort of things. But I think um, also supporting private sector to be able to make the most out of PESA Plus chapters. In a place like Niue, of course, the private sector is tiny. What do you do? Yeah, we've already done some work with some of the Niue private sector here. There was a business that we assisted with getting their products tested. So um, the products were sent to New Zealand to get that testing because um, without that testing, they wouldn't be able to create the labels that's required. So um, for them, that was a big thing because then it opens up the, the markets to Australia and New Zealand um, by meeting the labeling requirements. So uh, that's already something that we've provided some assistance with. The new way honey here, they used to import their bottle um, jars from NZ, but we've been able to provide them with some molds that they can create it here in the way rather than having those extra expenses to try and get it out of New Zealand. Seemed quite simple for everyone else, but for countries like New Way who are trying to get market access into Australia, New Zealand, and hopefully onto other markets like the UK and you, um, these things are important for them to be able to get their products onto the shelves. You know, you got to have the right labelling to meet the standards in New Zealand or Australia. So uh, those those are really important. And what that's been able to do for those new wear businesses is to be able to get their products into New Zealand or Australia. I'm intrigued by this. So they're making their own glass bottles. We provided them some molds to make some of those um, the bottles here. In terms of your comment on the small private sector here, so just in terms of the scope of the PESA Plus, because it co- it is a comprehensive free trade agreement that covers all aspects of trade, so trade and goods, trade and services, investment and an arrangement on labour mobility. For a small country like Niue, with a population of under 1,700, its remoteness, given that there's only one flight in each week, the development challenges that Niue faces is quite stringent. And for such a small place, we have to really look at the context of the country, their capacity, and their, I guess, the pace of development that they can undertake. And this agreement is really flexible enough to facilitate that. And it it doesn't just look at uh, providing that enabling environment, but it has a development cooperation agreement that can really provide the strategic support that can cater to the key comparative advantages that Niue has, and like what our head had mentioned in terms of trading goods, but just in terms of also assessments on GDP over the past five to 10 years, it's very clear that for a small country like Niue, trade and services is also critical and their tourism industry, the sector that has the, the greatest economic potential to drive development. And the trade and services agreement within the Pacer Plus, it's the only agreement in the Pacific that covers comprehensive commitments on trade and services. And so it has the potential to really drive um, trade and services development for Niue. And I think also in terms of Niue's 
capacity, this whole transition into um, digital trade, digital economy, you will find that in most of the businesses here in the UAE, it's very e-commerce driven. And so there is this huge potential to drive um, digital trade um, and increase a new U.S. participation in digital trade, especially in e-commerce, given that it's such a small country. And the Peso Plus Agreement under the Trade Services and Investment provides an enabling environment, but as well, it looks at how we can get those regulations and policies in place to drive an increased digital trade by new way. I know you're in charge of labour mobility, Elise. In terms of a small place like Newey, what opportunities are there to bring workers in from, I don't know, Fiji, uh, the Philippines, wherever? Because if tourism's to grow, of course, they will need people, but will they be able to accommodate them? Will they fit in and in such a small environment? Yes, we find that labor is a key component for sustainable development here in Niue. And the labor shortages that Niue faces cuts across all sectors. So it's not just tourism and, and agriculture, but it's also in the critical services like health and education. And so we received a request from the government of Niue to look at how we can facilitate movement of workers from other Pacific Island countries to meet those labor shortages. For example, in the health sector, they're looking and about 10 nurses. And so it's it's manageable. And the demand from here is more at the semi-skilled and skilled levels. But I guess the issue that we find is that we have to put in place the, the necessary regulatory framework to ensure that we're not only meeting those labor shortages and to support development in the long term for Niue, but at the same time, we're also ensuring that the workers that co- actually come in, they, they are protected and the working standards that they are in meet international standards, labor standards. And so we do look forward to to the work that we're going to be doing in this area for labor mobility, given that it is a cross-cutting issue, not only for, for trading goods, but also for trading services as well, as well as for the critical services that NUA needs. 